Hello. How are you guys doing? Um, first of all, I want to thank Sheila, Rod, Dan, Brad, obviously, for bringing me here. It's uh, something I'm, I'm so excited about and so, be, so excited to be able to talk about, finally. Um, it's had to be quiet, obviously, for so long, but um, spending the week out here this week and, and, and being here and, and seeing the city and, and going downtown and going to dinner and being here with my girlfriend, Kristen, and being able to spend time here, it's, it's been uh, so eye-opening and so so fulfilling for me, I think. You know, the, what, what I feel every day being here so far is how badly this city um, wants and needs to win and wants and needs their football team to win. And, you know, I'm now the quarterback here and I'm excited to provide that and uh, the questions. Keep doing this. Keep doing this. Know who the f we are. Let's go. Win on three. One, two, three. Here comes the quarterback who was your franchise guy all those years. He moves on. You root for him. He wins the Super Bowl. And now he's going to come back in and try to take your heart out and show it to you. It was amazing. You know, I mean, like you said, there's no reason for them to cheer for me anymore. And, and the fact that they did was just a true testament to who they are as people and who they are as fans. Um, you know, you played in the Midwest City, you know the deal, and they uh, they live and die with those guys, their players, and to have that support all the way across the country here playing in this game means the world to me and my wife, my family. They helped us through a bunch of tough times and, uh, you know, are a huge reason I'm sitting here today. All right, now the bread and butter, baby. It's the NFL playoffs, so let's get into this here. Jeej, recap what happened here um, with the picks. Let oh, me, yeah. Let me know. All right. So, obviously, uh, for those who tuned in last week, uh, we were kind of going in. I was down five games, and, you know, not an easy week to pick. I think we kind of made the preface that if you're betting this week, you're kind of crazy. You got a problem. Um, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, a loose, maybe, maybe a loose cannon to bet games this week, uh, and especially with so many people sitting. Uh, Helzer, you had a rough week. Uh, you went five and 11, uh, this week here. I didn't fare much better, but I was nine and seven. Uh, Helzer, you finished the year 131, 125 and 10. And unfortunately I came up a game short. I finished 130, 126 and 10. Uh, so Helzer, you took home the regular season championship for the wow. picks this year. Just a absolute wild finish. I think, uh, what saved you was probably uh, taking the Packers and the Texans. I think the Texans saved you the, this oh, week. Uh, great, hey, great job, Rough though. week, but wow, you found a, found a way to hang on. Had a lot of fun with the picks there, but yeah, you, uh, you hung on by a game, sir. Yeah, you like the Lions, man. A great performance you know, back in the day, but just <laughs> couldn't, couldn't pull it out. But a moral victory last. No, definitely a great year for the picks. Wow, that was close, man. <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't think it would be that close, but I love it. Keep it coming. All right, let's get to the playoffs, baby. The first game, we got Cleveland and Houston. Jeez, what's the spread on this one? All right, Cleveland-Houston leading us off at 430. Houston uh, at home winning the division, but Cleveland's favored by two and a half here. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the matchup here. Uh, obviously, Cleveland uh, had probably top five, maybe top three defense in the NFL. Um, Houston, obviously a feel-good story here, but uh, just looking at the numbers here, it looks like if we're talking defense, Houston, Cleveland number one defense in the in the NFL. And uh, that's, you know, with all, all, all types of injuries that they had at the quarterback position, not only on offense but on defense too. 
having some injuries on defense. Uh, they still found a way to finish, you know, 16th in total offense. But I think the key here for uh, the Cleveland Browns is going to be the fact that they can still run the ball. Uh, they're 12th in rushing, um, and, you know, that's without Nick Chubb. So yes. uh, they got a lot of things going. Obviously, Joe Flacco, for some reason, has turned into 2012 Joe Flacco. Um, and, uh, you know, they're primed. I think that they can make a, a little bit of a run here just based on the fact that their defense is uh, tenacious. They'll get after people, and uh, I think they're going to make it tough for Houston. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, like I see, look at Houston. Uh, they got one of the more uh, advanced passing attacks in the NFL, uh, you know, obviously because of C.J. Stroud. Uh, got some weapons. I think, obviously, this game would be a lot more intriguing ha if we had Nick Chubb and Tank Dell uh, playing in this game. But uh, they still got some weapons. Uh, Houston, they all had a little bit tough time to run in the ball. They were 22nd in the NFL. Uh, Singletary has been, you know, okay down the stretch here for him. I think he's been good enough. Uh, to kind of get them over the hump here. And their defense has been better than average. They're, right now, they're 14th in total defense in the NFL right now. So um, kind of give you the tail of the tape for every game here, and then we'll make our pick. So I'll, I'll go ahead and make the pick here, Helzer. Um, I'm going to take the Browns. I'll lay the two and a half here. I just think um, Jim Schwartz is licking his chops, playing a rookie quarterback. I know it's that, you know, the Cleveland Browns are on the road. Um, but to me, a rookie quarterback in this spot is it's, it's a tough ask. Last week was a tough ask, you know, to go get the division on the road. Um, I think this, uh, this will be an even tougher, uh, task here for CJ Stroud and the Browns or CJ Stroud and the Texans against the Browns, just because of how good their defense is. I mean, you gotta, you really gotta know where miles Garrett and Denzel Ward are on the other side of the ball. Um, and, and the number really favors Cleveland. So I, I think it'll be a close game. Uh, just based on the fact that, you know, we got pass versus defense, kind of that run versus uh, the Houston Texans defense. So I think it'll be a close game uh, to kick off the weekend here. But I'll lay the two and a half here and I'll kick it over to you if you have any more things to say about either team and then you can make your pick. Yeah. So this one is a, a mind over heart. So I'm going with my head or my heart here and my head's telling me to pick Cleveland. It really is because, you know, their defense has been top-notch. But if I would have told you that Houston gave up less points than Cleveland, would you believe me? Because they actually gave up less points than Cleveland this year. But the way I'm looking at it, C.J. Stroud at home, barreling defense here with Cleveland. Man, this is such a hard game to pick, and it really shouldn't be. It should be, you know, rookie quarterback, you know, Jim Schwartz. They're going to take him to pound town. But there's something special with C.J. Stroud that I just feel like that this could be one of those games where, you know how you had your slate of Thanksgiving, you had the Packers and the Lions and whatever, and the first game right away the Packers just blew out the Lions and no one expected it. I kind of feel like you're in the same territory with this one. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go with my gut here because that's what I've been doing lately. And I'm actually going to take Houston here plus two and a half to throw everybody off because... Like I said, I think C.J. Stroud is a special talent. And I know they got Joe Flacco and he's playing better and they got that defense. But just the Texans at home and with C.J. Stroud, I, I just I kind of see like a little wild card crazy game started off. So I'm going to go Houston here plus two and a half. And like I said, it's mostly gut. But I will say C.J. Stroud is that guy where if he can get past anybody or it was a rookie, I mean, he's the guy, right? I mean, after the year that he's had. So – I'm going to go Houston here, G. I know that's kind of a crazy pick, but we're going to start off with the bang. 
you know, Houston's been a fun team to pick this year um, against the spread. So um, I would, you know, probably should have looked to see what they were as a favorite. But you know what? I, You know, it's the playoffs. I'm throwing trends and stats out the window here. Um, you know, really can't rely on trends that are in the playoffs. But, you know, like I said, the Texans were a fun team to pick. So I can't blame you. I would love to pick the Texans here. But uh, just something about uh, something about the Browns. I think that they really have a legitimate shot to maybe make a run into the AFC championship. And what's uh, crazy, man, is we're not even talking about this. The storyline here with Deshaun Watson. You know, yeah, yeah, this is the trade that happened. Now you exactly. play on either team, giving up all those picks, and Joe Flacco could lead them to victory here. Um, and I couldn't imagine, you know, Watson going to Houston for this game if he was even able to oh my god are we talking about literally wwe theater yeah i can't wait for this one man this is a great one to start because i feel like it is you know one of those games where it could go either way so yeah i'm, I'm definitely excited for this one yep and they did meet uh on christmas eve uh cleveland came on top uh, by double digits but i'm pretty sure uh cj stroud did not play in that game for a concussion so i don't think we'll see a double digit win uh by cleveland this time around here all right Let's move on. Uh, the nightcap here on Saturday, exclusively on Peacock. I know that's going to make a lot of people happy that they have to download another app yep. to watch a football game. Playoff, but, um, too. Kind of bullshit. Yeah. But we'll talk about yeah. that a different day. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh, all about their money. Uh, but we got Miami traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Chiefs are four-point favorites at home. Um, I'll give a little tail of the tape here, Helzer, and uh, then we can uh, go. Obviously, um, the Miami Dolphins and the Chiefs a little bit underwhelming uh, this season. Mostly the end of the season for the Dolphins, I would say, and uh, some spots here for the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs kind of benefited from playing on a, in a weaker division. Uh, but we're looking we're looking at both uh, have top ten uh, offenses. Uh, defense, we got both top ten defenses uh, on uh, both sides of the ball here. So. Uh, I think we'll see a real, you know, heavyweight type of fight here. Um, you know, again, both of them, both teams are very good at passing the ball. Obviously, Miami has the best passing attack. Uh, we'll see, you know, if Waddle does end up playing. I think that does, you know, play into a lot of uh, people's minds as far as picking the game here. If Waddle does play, I think that is a big, uh, a big difference for Miami and Mostert too. I mean, I think Miami needs as many hands on deck as they can get. Um, and then obviously Miami does have a, a running attack and they're all about speed here. Uh, but they are playing in Kansas city. You know, it's expected to be like negative 10 is a real feel. So wow. we'll see if that speed can travel especially in the cold weather. Uh, but Kansas city as of late has relied a little bit more on their defense and, you know, what they do have as, as far as a rushing attack, uh, they're coming into this one, boasting the second best defense in the NFL. Um, but they're still top 10 in passing, still a top 10 offense, um, a little bit of a below average running team. They're 19th in total rushing uh, for this season here for the for the total year. Um, but the last time these uh, two teams did meet, uh, they were in Germany for this one. Uh, Kansas City came out on top by seven here. That was back all the way in November here. Um, this is a real tough uh, game to pick here, Hauser, to be honest. Uh, four points, too. You know, <laughs> it is another storyline. I mean, we just almost forgot to talk about that as well. But obviously, this is a it, this is a, the return to Tyreek Hill to, to Kansas City. Um, obviously, the game being in Germany. 
the last time they played. So yeah, Tyreek Hill coming back to Kansas City here. This is a this one uh, definitely has that uh, big game type of feel. Um, two two offenses that are expected to put up points. Um, but like I said, I don't know if uh, Miami is going to be able to show up in the cold weather here. Um, obviously, um, the Kansas City Chiefs are more reliant on their defense uh, this year than they have been in previous years. Um, and they've, they've boasted one of the best defenses in the NFL for a reason. Um, this line is a little a little tricky to me because, I mean, anytime I think you can get plus, you know, plus uh, – Odds for Miami, you usually take it, but I just don't like the way that they've been playing lately, and they have way too many injuries. And, I mean, Pat Mahomes at home in the playoffs, uh, pretty much unbeatable, uh, in my opinion. You know, it's that one boss in the video game you just can't beat, and, you know, you never end up beating it, and you just, you know, throw your controller in disgust, and you turn the game off, and you never go back to it. Shout it has that type me. of feel for me. Yeah, you know, exactly. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll lay the floor with the Chiefs here. I do think that at the end of the day, it's playoff football, and Pat Mahomes uh, finds a way to win. I don't, I'm not sure if they'll cover the four. Uh, I think it'll be closer than that. But I, t- I, for me right now, I just can't pick, uh, you know, even if I, I get four with the Dolphins, I just don't feel comfortable or even confident with that. So I'll lay the four with the Chiefs here. But just hoping for, you know, one of those high-flying games here and, uh, a lot of offense. I still think that the, the Dolphins should, could move the ball. But, hey, you know, that Chiefs defense is for real now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the one I think I look with this, man, is this is going to be a huge game for Tyreek Hill, obviously, going back to KC. Um, but I think this is a chance for the Dolphins to really showcase their talent, especially if everybody is healthy. The Chiefs, one thing that they've struggled with is just – receivers ever since Tyreek left they just haven't had that go-to receiver so if Tyreek Hill can come out guns blazing here um and kind of show them like hey this you traded me this is this is what you get you know we could kind of see that I do think Kansas City does win the game the plus four is interesting though I can see like a three-point game you know just based on a game-winning field goal with this but you said the weather man it's just it's hard to pick Miami based on the weather and I know that's kind of a, a cliche thing to say but it's just the way the Chiefs, I feel like this is going to be a grinded out game for the Chiefs where they don't play their best football, um, but they do find a way to come on top. So I'll take the Dolphins here with the plus four because I think it's going to be a really close game. But I do think Tyreek Hill does go off, and I do think that KC, you know, when when if they do win this game barely, like they're not going to be the favorite next week. They're going to have to go probably on. They're going to have to go on the road to Buffalo if Buffalo wins against Pittsburgh. Say let's say, and Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes has never went on the road before. So you know that's something that I really am interested to see. So I'm going to take the Chiefs to win, but I do like the Dolphins plus four. Yeah, and I, I like you said, I think it could be a field goal game here, but. Uh, you know, we'll see. And I think that storyline next week is uh, one to keep an eye out for. But uh, let's move into Sunday here. Uh, we got an interesting matchup here. Uh, Pittsburgh is going to be traveling to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is 10-point favorites at home here. Um, and I think for good reason. Um, obviously, Pittsburgh, uh, really up and down season for them. Uh, kind of starting with Kenny Pickett, then moving to Mitch Trubisky, and then finally... Uh, getting their heads on straight and moving to uh, Mason Rudolph, who maybe had they played all year, they'd be in a better spot. Uh, don't think they would have won the division, but hey, you know, maybe they uh, end up uh, with a uh, better seating here. But anyway, they got to travel to Buffalo. And, uh, you know, I think 
uh, this this spread is obviously two two scores, uh, two score spread here. And uh, Buffalo's been really hot lately. The past two uh, two months, they've pretty much had to win every game to get in here, yeah. or at least get into this type of spot. So they're they're definitely riding the momentum. Uh, they played earlier this week, uh, not earlier this week, but earlier this year, uh, back in uh, August, which I believe that would have been preseason. So take it for what you will. But Pittsburgh did come out on top in that uh, August nineteenth, twenty seven fifteen. So really not going to take that one into consideration, but do with that what you will. Uh, for me, Hauser, I think the big thing here is going to be uh, can Mason. Can Mason Rudolph continue to, you know, play uh, as well as he has in the past couple of weeks? I mean, he's clearly been their better quarter, the best quarterback on the team. Uh, probably a little too little too late if I'm a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. But, you know, the, I think the Steelers have some weapons offensively to maybe try to keep up with uh, Buffalo here. Um, and especially if they can force some turnovers, I think Pittsburgh can hang around. Um, you know, they've been a really weird team uh, this year, but so is Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo was a heavy favorite, uh, heavy AFC contender. Uh, they did find a way to, to win the division though, but I mean, I'm looking at the numbers here. They're top 10 and everything. I mean, fourth rated offense, ninth rated defense, eighth rated passing attack, seventh rated rushing attack. So I do think that they have a lot more going for them than, uh, Pittsburgh does, but Pittsburgh does boast the, you know, the 13th, uh, total rushing attack in the NFL. So if Pittsburgh does find a way to limit turnovers and if they can find a way to move the ball on the ground against Buffalo, I think they have a shot uh, to at least cover. I don't think they'll beat Buffalo going into Buffalo this time of year. I'm sure there will be, you know, snowstorms may be expected. It's going to be cold. Um, but, you know, this Pittsburgh team, I think, is, is um, you know, kind of equipped to, to fight that type of weather. But Obviously, the big storyline here is T.J. Watt's not going to play this week, and he's pretty much the heart and soul, heartbeat of this Pittsburgh Steeler defense and team. Uh, so for that reason, man, I, it's so hard to to take to lay ten points here. It is, um, but I but I think I'm gonna just because I, I'm not sure what Josh Allen I'm gonna get, and, and I feel like he's just been averaging two or three turnovers a game, and I think if he does that, there's no way they they cover ten. So I will take the 10 points with Pittsburgh. It's probably not the best idea that I've had, but I haven't had good ideas all year uh, <laughs> when it comes to making picks. So I'll I'll take the 10 here, and uh, um, I'll be interested to see what your thoughts are on this game here. So for this one, I look at it, Buffalo's at home. Nobody's picking Pittsburgh to win. They're at 76.6% chance in the ESPN Analytics matchup predictor to win the game, as they should. Um, like you said, J.J. Watt, or not J.J., T.J. Watt being out is huge. Um, you know, Mika Fitzpatrick or questionable, he's probably going to play. But like you said, Buffalo's just been so hot, man. They beat KC, Dallas, uh, in Miami, you know, the past four, four out of six weeks. So that's just a team that I think is on a mission. Uh, they're at home. You know, they got the Bills Mafia there. They got the number two seed. Um, and they know damn well if, um, you know, Mahomes wins next week that they're getting Mahomes in Buffalo. And I think that that's going to be a big thing. Uh, and I, I just can't see Pittsburgh winning this game. I, I, I They could cover, but I think we're going to get a Buffalo team that we're going to be scared, to, that, that KC is going to be scared to see. So give me Buffalo here covering the 10 just for them uh, being at home and them kind of being dominant. But like you said, this is the playoffs, and Pittsburgh's that 8-8 eight and eight team that just is that 500 team that is just gritty, gritty, gritty. But there's really no one I could see on their defense that I think can stop Buffalo at home, especially with Watt being out. So 
Give me the Bills here, minus 10. Might not be the best decision based on the points and the, you know, the, the over-under being 36.5, but, you know, wh- whatever. We'll take it. Give me the Bills. All right. Well, let's move on to the next game here, the 4.30 slate. Another classic NFC matchup. Uh, I've seen plenty of uh, playoff games where it's uh, Green Bay and Dallas, so yes. uh, I think this one, I think this one, uh, this one could, and you know, you're not going to get your early '90s matchup, Troy Aikman, Brett Favre type of game, but I, I still think this could be a tough game for Dallas. But uh, let's kind of set this game up here. Obviously, uh, Green Bay traveling to Dallas. Uh, Dallas is seven and a half point favorites at home, uh, so an interesting number that hook obviously is going to be there to bite you. Uh, but I mean, what can I, what more can I say about Dallas? And obviously uh, they're in bed with the refs. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> they had, they boast, a, they boast a top five offense. Obviously Dak has been uh, very solid this year. CD lamb is, uh, you know, taking that step to elite wide receiver status. Uh, I mean, every week he's a threat to go for a buck 50 and a touchdown or two. Uh, they have one of the better passing attacks and uh, with Mike McCarthy, um, and obviously a top five defense there, uh, Dan Quinn and the boys, even with some of the injuries that they've had on the defensive side of the ball, uh, they, they, they definitely have the boys buzzing on defense, but you know, I think they really took a step back with the run game, uh, a little bit of the lackluster running game there with Tony Pollard and the, the company, uh, that the, the stable backs that they got, I mean, 14th best running attack. That's, you know, a little bit better than average, but, um, with Tony Pollard back there, even when he was with Zeke, you know, you kind of figured that Tony Pollard would be able to produce a little bit better. But, you know, hey, I think they're good enough to, you know, win games. Obviously, they come away with the NFC East. Uh, Packers on the other side. Um, I think they're one of the surprise teams in the NFL. Obviously, they got out to a real slow start. Um, you know, I think obviously being us Lions fans, uh, getting that early win in Lambo, kind of controlling that game from start to finish. Uh, we thought this could be the year, you know, a lot of growing pains for Jordan Love and that offense and just that team as a whole. But, I mean, as of late down the stretch here, I think weeks 11 through 17, I think maybe Jordan Love has thrown, what, maybe three or four picks down the stretch here. Uh, he finished as a better fantasy quarterback than Patrick Mahomes on the year. So I'll give credit when credit's due. Jordan Love has really stepped up this last, you know, eight weeks of the season to, you know, kind of drag the Packers into the playoffs here. Um, but, I mean, he's not doing it alone. He's got uh, weapons like Jaden Reed, who's been a great rookie. Unfortunately, you know, Christian Watson, who's I think is a, another good receiver for him, hasn't been able to stay healthy. But uh, Romeo Dobbs has stepped up in some games. You know, they got a couple of rookie tight ends. So a lot of young weapons, uh, very young offense, but with the exception of, you know, uh, Jones and Dylan uh, running the ball there. So they got some interesting things going on on offense, but their defense has been what's kind of been uh, their uh, Achilles heel. Uh, I think to end the season, all the quarterbacks that they face ended up being players of the week. So that's really not a good sign. Uh, but I think that the Packers have enough offensive firepower here to maybe stay into this game. Um, but I don't know. Dallas has been a completely different, uh, animal at home. I mean, uh, with the exception of, uh, the lions game recently, I think they were averaging 40 points a game at home. Um, so it's no surprise that they're seven and a half point favorites here, but, I don't know. There's something about this Packers offense. I know that, you know, the Dallas Cowboys might score on every possession and uh, the Packers will have to do the same thing to keep this one close. But, you know, I, I think this is a situation where you can find a backdoor cover, Helzer. Um, that's seven and a <laughs> half. It's, it's a number that favors the Packers there. So I will. Uh, I'll, I'll take the seven and a half with Green Bay here. 
I don't think that they'll win outright unless Dallas puts up a complete, diff, uh, you know, just a complete egg, a goose egg here, and you know they just fall apart in the in the playoffs. I do think that uh, Dallas at home uh, just almost unbeatable in in some weeks. So uh, I'll take the points with Green Bay there, but I do think that at some point Dallas might even be up twenty one. 28 and they take the breaks off and you know green bay has some garbage time and maybe they backdoor cover the seven and a half here but i'll throw it over to you anything uh more to say about this matchup and uh who do you like in this uh in this classic nfc uh matchup obviously mike mccarthy coaching against his old team another storyline man the storyline galore here uh you know with this one man dallas at home yeah like you said in bed with the refs um but the more and more i look at this you know it could be the chance for green bay comes in and spoils the McCarthy and Dallas just does the same old Dallas, you know, lose first round. I don't think that's the case this year though. Um, I think Dallas is absolutely crazy at home. Uh, other than the lions game, uh, they were averaging 40 points and, um, you know, McCarthy playing green Bay might be a little bit of a step where he's going to try to pump it up a notch. Um, their defense too, man, like I said, other than, you know, they did well against Chicago last week and Minnesota the week before. But other than that, I mean, I've seen this Packers defense be at the lowest of the low, and um, when you're in Dallas, uh, that's just, uh, I think, a recipe for disaster. I guess give me the Cowboys here, minus 7.5. I got a little more faith in the Cowboys, I think, uh, and especially, you know, for maybe that round two matchup we could hopefully get. But I really look at it this way as, you know, the Green Bay's defense has struggled all year. And um, I just, I think Dallas has got all the firepower, even without Tony Pollard. So if they got Tony Pollard going, it's only going to be doors open in there. So give me Dallas here, minus 7.5. Uh, it would be a great story, though, if uh, Green Bay came in there and just took McCarthy down. So I'm all I'm all for that, too, root for radio. But I do think Dallas gets it done uh, quite well with this game. Yeah, I, you know, the last thing I'll say is I do think that this matchup has a, has a chance to be a sneaky good game. But, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of hit every point there. Dallas is just an absolute machine at home. All right, Hauser. Uh, this is a matchup. You kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Got a little excited at the start of the pod, but I can't blame you. I think this is probably the biggest storyline of the weekend. Um, how ironic is it that the Detroit Lions win the division? They host a playoff game for the first time in 30 years, and they get to welcome Matthew Stafford in as the opposing quarterback. Uh, the Rams come into town to play the Lions, and uh, you know, let's talk about this game. Obviously, here Lions three-point favorites uh, coming into this game. Here, uh, I think talking to a lot of Lions fans and uh, listening to the ticket, uh, kind of you know, as the Week 18 built up, this was the one matchup that Lions fans didn't want. Uh, they were totally terrified of, and I mean. Obviously, you could probably write the Lions eulogy uh, with this game here. You know, here lied here lied the Detroit Lions. Uh, you know, Matthew Stafford came in and uh, brutally murdered them on this day in January. And I think yeah, the story writes itself. But I talk a little bit about the matchup and why I don't think that this is a bad matchup for the Lions. Obviously, both teams very. Uh, very skilled offensively, a lot of firepower offensively. Look at the Rams here when Stafford's healthy. He's still one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, but the real key here is the emergence of Kyron Williams, emergence of Puka Nakua. Um, and, you know, if Cooper Cup can stay healthy, he's still obviously a big-time player here as well. Um, both teams top 10 offensively here. But if you do want to call it an Achilles heel, 
A little bit of trouble for both teams here defensively. Uh, They're pretty much almost dead even as far as points and yards. But I think the big key difference with these defenses is that the Lions can stop the run. Um, I think they've been proving that all year. It's very tough to run against the Lions. So, obviously, if they're able to limit Kyron Williams and kind of make them one-dimensional, that's going to play into the tr- into the Lions' favor. Um, and the Lions just are a little bit better on offense there, and I think that's why, uh, obviously, I'm going to take the three points here or lay the three points. I think the Lions uh, will win this game. Um, hey. it, and to me personally, this is the matchup that I did want. Um, because, um, if you guys are familiar, obviously I think we're probably have a lot of local fans listening to the podcast. Um, the mantra SOL, same old lions. Um, I mean, it writes itself. This, this has SOL written all over it, but I think this is the opportunity to bury the hatchet in SOL. I mean, what better opportunity to have like exercise your demons than to host a playoff game the team that you traded your, you know, franchise quarterback that was beloved by this city, by this, you know, by this team, by this franchise, the, you know, you trade them to the team. They're coming into town now. They've already won their Super Bowl. It, you know, it's Detroit's time on top here. And I mean, what better way to kind of bury SOL than going out here and winning this game and proving that, you know, it's not the same old Lions that, you know, this this time it's different. And I do think that Dan Campbell and the guys figured, figured out a way to get this done here. I'll lay the three. I think, you know, the Lions could end up winning this game by a couple scores. Um, if they can get after Stafford, um, I think that'll be the key, uh, one of the key things there. But I think if they can limit Kyron Williams, you know, and they find a way to run the ball, control the clock, do what they have been doing all year with their offense – they should have no problem there, but hey, you know what? The Rams are dangerous. They've been one of the hot teams to end, the, to end you know, down the stretch here. And obviously, a lot's being said about oh Stafford coming back in Detroit. Uh, you know, kind of a, a revenge game situation. You know, man, I I don't know about all that. I think the storyline here should be more focused on Goff getting his revenge. I I mean, I think the things with Stafford and the Lions ended am, amicably. You know, there was no ill will on either side. Stafford went and got a Super Bowl. You know, we got our pieces. We built through the draft picks that we got out of that deal. Um, but, you know, golf was kind of thrown to the side like, you know, yesterday's garbage. And, uh, you know, kind of figuring out that he got traded and didn't really get a chance to talk to Sean McVay about, you know, why they traded him. And, you know, it ended poorly. And, you know, he was kind of the scapegoat for the Super Bowl against the Patriots. So I, I think that this is Jared Goff's real revenge game. And if he wants to prove, you know, that he's the guy here for Detroit, you know, he comes out here and throws for 300 and a couple touchdowns. Uh, But if he doesn't take care of the ball, man, it could get real scary here on Sunday night. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you hit a lot of great points. Uh, Well done. We could talk about this game for an hour. If we we could do a whole nother pod on this game. I mean, we could definitely really that out. So, Couple things here. One, I'm I'm surprised you didn't mention this, but that place is gonna be rocking. <laughs> oh, that man. place is gonna be rocking. Um, and I, like I said, I don't know if me, me, I'll be down there, but I don't even know if I'm ready for this game. Like I, I'm a little nervous. Don't get me wrong. Stafford knows every single thing about that field. Um, you know, and he's been there before. And the way, one thing I will say though 
is like we just talked about before, and you said this is Jared Goff's revenge game. This isn't Stafford's revenge game. This is Stafford's homecoming, technically. But we're going to put that on postpone until next year because he's coming here next year. So like I said before, I don't want the tribute video. I want to bury the guy because we've been waiting for this moment our if, entire lives, man. To If you show a tribute video, you're basically cucking Jared Goff. Like, I don't know why you would <laughs> right. even think about doing that in a playoff game like you said and i don't think they will for next year. i don't think they will no. but there's a little part of me of just how he what he has done for the city and not saying football wise but just as a community where there could be something i'm keeping it out there but let's get back to football the matchup scares the hell out of me because i don't know who's guarding puka nakua i don't know who's guarding cooper cup and I don't know how we're going to stop Kyron Williams. But like you said, our run defense is pretty good. It's a lot better. And if there's a couple things I could take away from this, it's I think for how loud that crowd is, I think the defense at home is a different defense than on the road. And we're getting Chauncey Gardner-Johnson back. Yeah, we might not have Sam Laporta for this game, but I think you're going to see one of the best home field advantages in the past five years in any sport because this is going to be a game where people have been waiting their entire lives for. I mean, I just look at the ticket prices. It was $600 a ticket for the cheapest around there. And the, the most expensive for all the other games this week, you're looking at half of that price. This is why they picked this game for Sunday Night Football, because this has a huge meaning to it. And I think Detroit comes out rocking. I think we punch him in the mouth. I don't see Dan Campbell losing this game. And there's two things I'll say. Jared Goff, if he loses this game, very possible that he is not going to be that long-term answer, especially if the way he plays. Um, this, like you said, is that staple moment for SOL. I don't think it's actual SOL moments because there's so much progress, and I've seen this past year with just – I've never seen a rookie class, JJ, in any football team create an impact that this Lions rookie class has created. And I'm not saying that just because that's our team. The The stats are there. Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, Brian Branch coming in here. Like I said, I'm getting pumped talking about this because I feel like, like you said, this is the moment we've been waiting for. And I think Goff's going to come out firing. I'm just a little nervous about our secondary guard, Puka and Cup. But if I had to say it here, the three-point game, I think Stafford, I just this is that gut feeling. I think he throws a pick at the last second. We end up sealing the deal. And we end up covering the three. And I'll tell you, if that does happen, that place will be absolutely electric. Um, and I, I just I have such a great feeling about this game because I think this is going to be one of the best home field advantages, like I said, in the past five years. And I, I think the crowd is going to feed and Stafford is going to struggle because it might be really emotional for him. I know he's a gamer, but at the same time, Jared Goff, man, this is a way to stick it to your old boss, and I, I just can't wait for it. But I do think the Lions pull this out, man. I just I can't see them losing at home with everything that's been happening this season and that potential matchup to go back into Dallas if they win this game. Campbell and them troops, they're going to rally the troops up, man, and I'm, I'm all here for it. Yeah, I think the one thing that uh, I like about this uh, regime is their self-awareness of what's going on. I mean, Obviously, we've seen the highlights between Hard Knocks and their their uh, social media videos. They have the last time they've won a home playoff game. They've won a division. I think they understand what's at stake. Um, so, you know, I don't think they'll do the tribute video. I think Dan Campbell and the guys will be ready. So, yeah, I'm excited for this one. 
Um, it's it's a real opportunity to kind of finally put put an axe into SOL and really just turn this whole culture thing and this whole franchise around. So big opportunity for the Lions here. All right, final game of the weekend. Uh, we got the Eagles traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Uh, Eagles are somehow three-point favorites on the road. Uh, I'll kind of uh, go over the tail of the tape on this one again. Uh, obviously, the Eagles are very offensively skilled, uh, but they got beat up by the Giants last week, and I mean physically. I mean, <laughs> J- Jalen Hurts' is- Jalen Hurts' finger, One of, some of it was in New York, and others was uh, was in New Jersey. <laughs> and uh, obviously, you know, uh, A.J. Brown uh, going down with an injury didn't look like it was serious, so he sh- I don't know what his uh, status will be going into the next game. I know Devontae Smith is also banged up as well. So, I mean, Philly's kind of just limping into the playoffs right yes. now, and Tampa Bay's actually been playing really good lately offensively. Uh, so obviously when we look at the totality of the numbers, Tampa Bay doesn't look like a very good team as far as their numbers, their, you know, total rushing, uh, 32nd, uh, total passing 17th, uh, for a total offense of 23rd in the league, same with their defense 23rd, uh, in the league, but it, it's a really, what have you done for me lately type of, uh, sport in the NFL and the Eagles haven't done anything for me lately. I mean, They've lost what they were ten and one at one point. They're one and five, and they're to end the season. They just don't look right offensively. I mean, it's it's a real sign of you know panic when you put and you elevate Matt Patricia to your defensive coordinator and you can't stop a nosebleed. Their defense just doesn't look good. Uh, you know, Slay has been out too. Their their back end, their secondary stinks. I mean, what more can I say? I I think the defending NFC champions are in trouble this week. Um, and like I said, the the Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield, they've been playing very well lately. Rashad White playing very well for them. Um, I think they've been playing well enough. Obviously, there was this, you know, Baker getting hurt in that Carolina game. Uh, they only come away, what, with nine points in that game. But find a way to win the division. They did play earlier this year. It was a score by the way, 25 to 11. Eagles did find a way to win uh, early in the year. But, I mean, you know I love a home dog, Helzer. I think I got to take the points here with the Bucks. I just think. Oh, baby. That- Eagles are on upset alert right now, and I think that this is uh, this this is trouble um, for for uh, Philly. I mean, I just don't know if uh, what type of Jalen Hurts I'm gonna get. Is AJ Brown gonna play? Is Devontae Smith gonna be 100%? You know, I really don't know what I'm getting with the Eagles here. I mean, I know their defense sucks. I I just don't think that they'll be able to stop anybody. They're gonna make Baker Mayfield look really good. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes for 300 yards. And a couple tuds, and they give up, you know, a hundred yards to Rashad White here. So yeah, uh, give me the points. I'll take the Bucks at home. So let me ask you a question: Are you picking an NFC South team to advance? I didn't think it was possible two <laughs> months ago, but I think I am now. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I honestly I can't blame you, Jeej. Um, the only reason why I'm gonna swing the other way is I just I can't see them losing to Tampa, man. And I and nothing wrong with Tampa. It's just Philly has so much roster potential, and I know that they're banged up, but if there's any quarterback that will play banged up and try to get the dub, I think it is Hurts. And I, I really have no explanation. They have not played well their past five games. Um, I totally understand that. But uh, when the playoffs come, usually different teams come and um, experience. And let's say Tampa Bay has, what, won the division three straight years, so they've been in the playoffs three years in a row. Kudos to them. Um, and I, I just look at it this way. 
Philly's got more talent, and they just got to get by this game and then save them a little bit more to get these guys healthy. And I just think their roster is too loaded, even though they're they're, they're struggling right now. And uh, this is one of them gut feelings. And I think, you know, going with your head here, you want to go with Tampa. But I'm going to go with the gut here and pick Philly just because of their roster. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they can get it right because, you know, when that team is right, they are a very scary team. When they were 10-1, and one, uh, they were very terrifying. And I, did, I didn't want to play them when I was Detroit. Now it's a little different, obviously. But the way I look at it, man, I, I just don't fully believe in Tampa, uh, especially with Baker Mayfield at home, the way he's played. Uh, he's way better road quarterback. We talked about that previously, but you know this is something that I think we're gonna see a game where Philly might just edge this out, and you see Jalen Hurts at the podium just crawling up there, but getting the job done. So give me Philly here minus three. Um, probably gonna be a push, but you know let's get a little crazy here. We're in the NFL playoffs, so I mean I, you love to see it. All right. Well, those are the games. Those are our picks here. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll recap obviously wild card next week and look at divisional round, but, uh, a slate of games that I'm excited to look forward to, uh, watching. Absolutely. And everybody, like I said, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we have a special episode here coming up too, with just, you know, getting some, you know, fan duel picks and just kind of go over that. So we'll be posting that here pretty shortly, but want to get you some here for the playoffs and, uh, GJ and I mean, we're finally here. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Um, this is a WWE football weekend with all the storylines. Uh, I'm I'm all here for it, man, because you got Miami with KC, you know, the Tyreek situation. You got the McCarthy situation. You got Goff or Stafford. Um, it's just it's it's all electric here. So I'm all here for it, man.